The message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr. Femi Olaleya of Oikea Christian Center. Remain blessed as you listen. Praise the Lord. Today we'll be talking about boldness. Boldness. Mm. Boldness. Hallelujah. <laughs> the man of the spirit is a man of boldness. The man who will walk in supernatural manifestation is a man of boldness. Boldness is the right posture to be effectively used of God. God does not use the timid, or the timid cannot be used by God. The fearful cannot be used by God because the fearful will always be afraid of taking the steps that God wants him or her to take. Now turn your Bibles to the book of Acts for Apostles, chapter number four. Those of you that are watching from you're watching from your device, or your laptops, your internet TVs, you're welcome to the service. Acts 4.29. Acts 4 and 29. It says, And now, Lord, behold their threatenings. Behold their threatenings. Uh, this was the disciples praying after there was an arrest in Acts 4. It says, Behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants, that with all boldness they may speak thy word. Grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word. They may speak thy word. Next verse, 30. By stretching forth thine hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. Now, 31, what does it say? Everybody read one to go. It says, and when they had prayed, the place was what? Shaken, where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with what? The Holy Ghost. And they spake the word of God with what? With boldness. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. All filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. Hmm. The word boldness, all right, is from the Greek word paresia. Paresia, that is P-A-R-H-E-S-S-I-A. Paresia. Paresia. It means to be outspoken. So, one thing that we find very, very, um, uh, when, we, when we actually study the word, as it regards boldness, where is that coming from? Can we show that out? All right. One thing that we find out when we study the word concerning boldness is that boldness is connected to speech. Boldness is connected to speech. So when he says boldness, he's talking about speech. Parasia means to be outspoken. It means to be confident and loud about a matter. 
It means to be confident and loud about a matter. Hallelujah. Mm. So when a man is bold, his boldness is expressed in his words. In his words and his demeanor when speaking. His boldness is expressed in his words and in his demeanor when speaking. Glory to God. Now in Acts 4.13, the Bible lets us know that the boldness of the disciples or the apostles let them know that they had been with Jesus. Acts 4.13. Alright, which means that one thing that happens when you have been with Jesus is that you will be outspoken about Jesus. So it says, they took note that they were what? Ignorant and unlearned men. All right, for when they saw that they were ignorant and unlearned men, they took note that they had been with Jesus. And when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men. Now, notice something. There's only one that says they perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men. Because the boldness they saw in Peter and John, all right, was only seen in people who are what? Learned and knowledgeable. Are you following? So that means, all right, there is a connection between knowledge and boldness. The ignorant may not be able to speak boldly and confidently about the matter because of a paucity of facts. He doesn't have facts. He doesn't have clarity. He doesn't have understanding. So because he doesn't have understanding, he cannot speak loudly about the matter. So they says, when they saw that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Now, when he says they had been with Jesus, notice something important. He says that they were bold, but they, um, they were bold, and it was a boldness that should not be find, found in the ignorant or the unlearned or the unschooled. What they were actually saying here was that Peter and John spoke boldly from the scriptures. But they were wondering where they got the information from, knowing that they never went to any of the schools. They didn't go to Gamaliel school. They didn't go to the Pharisee school. So they wondered where they got it from. They said, oh, and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. That means they went to Jesus school. Because Jesus was a rabbi. Are you following? And it means that the boldness with which the apostles spoke was rooted in the, um, in the conviction they got from the knowledge Jesus shared with them. Are you following me so far? Are you following so far? You cannot take nations with a timid gospel. You cannot win souls with a timid posture. You cannot convince the gainsayers with timidity. You have got to do it boldly. Now, one thing we notice in Acts 14 is this. Boldness can be seen. You don't have to tell me you are bold. If you are bold, we can see it. Because the boldness of the apostles here was seen. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. It was seen. Just as boldness can be seen, so also can timidity and fear. So also can timidity and fear be seen. 
Now, the man in Christ, because he has received the Spirit, has received the Spirit to be bold. Now, what did we say boldness is? All right? It's what? Outspokenness. Right? It's what? Confident speaking. It's what? All right? Being loud about a matter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We don't say just like this. Oh, no. Boldness is in what is said. It's in words. Confident speech. Hallelujah. Now look at 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Paul, writing to his son Timothy, says, all right, we have not received the spirit of what? Of timidity. But of love. God has not given us the spirit of fear. Now, the spirit of fear is that spirit that shrinks from speaking. Are you following what I'm saying here? Are you following what I'm saying here? So, for example, there is a conversation about whether or not there are, there is a, Jesus is the only way to salvation. Jesus is the only way to eternal life. What should you do? Like, I'll share, I'll share something in the second service. What should you do? Don't shrink back from such conversations. We are contending for the souls of men. And that contention for the souls of men is war. Hallelujah. And whether you like it or not, it's a war of belief systems. It's a war of words. It's a war of ideology. 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. He says what? If our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are what? Lost. Whom the God of this world has what? Blinded their minds. Minds. So that means, if the God of this world has blinded their minds, it means that what the God of this world has done is that he has what? Placed a veil over their thinking. Such that in their thought life, the way they think about Christ, hallelujah, is a reflection of their blindness. When it comes to Christ, they have ideologies and belief systems that is a contradiction to the truth. 2 Corinthians 10, all right, verse 3 to 4, it says, For the weapon of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of what? Strongholds, casting down what? Imagination, and everything that exalted itself against the what? Knowledge. Of God, which is in Christ. So that means that the strongholds are where? In the mind. And if there are strongholds in the mind, it means it's a belief system that must be what? Countered. Someone comes and says that the way through Jesus is to Mary. It's through Mary. You don't leave that unanswered. You lovingly show the person the scriptures. That's a lie. Mary got saved through Jesus. And there is no such teaching where we are supposed to reach out to Mary and say, hey, what's up? Talk to Jesus for me. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. We don't pray through saints. When someone comes and tries to say there is something, there is a new revelation he got about reincarnation and how that God, uh, 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 and you don't leave that unanswered. Amen. The world, you see, have you noticed that the people of the world are bold in what they affirm? Have you noticed it? Have you noticed it? They, they, they are bold with their chest. 
You see something, they will say they are doing gay parade, homosexual, and those homosexuals, they will be bold. They will carry rainbow. They say the rainbow is their color. Who gave it to them? No, no. Where was it decided? Say rainbow is our color. In fact, I remember one time we did a design that had some rainbow in it. One of my colleagues who was in America sent me a message. He said, I hope you guys know you know what that that this thing said. I said, What do you mean? He said it's for the gays. I said, ah, no, my Bible is covenant all right with uh, of Noah that um, God is not going to destroy the earth anymore. That's that's what I saw. That's what's in the Bible. But we, we, we read the Bible in pre-test context and post-text. Glory to God. <laughs> Praise God. They are bold. Don't let anybody make you feel, how would I put it, less for being bold about Christianity. My wife was telling me she went for an interview. And the person went to an Instagram, an Instagram page because they always do sexual media background check. And when they went there, they said, oh, she said, everything is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Then they were not asking her, how many times do you go to church? What a stupid question. What does that have to do with anything? If I sleep in church, it's your business. Glory to God. Be bold about your faith. You have the spirit of God. You don't have the spirit of timidity. Don't be apologizing for being a Christian. How dare you? How dare you apologize? The person you're apologizing to or trying to be timid about, all right, all right, secretly desires to be you. If I stand before the richest man in the world, I'm going to tell him boldly I'm a Christian. I'm not going to hide it. There's nobody I've met that doesn't know who I am. Hallelujah. Even when I'm a pastor, yeah, I'm a pastor, senior pastor for Ikea Christian Center. You should check us out sometime. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Eh, what are you talking about? I'm the king's kid. Son of the most high God. Nobody has a better seat in the room than me. What are you talking about? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Say, Lord, I have not received, have not received the, spirit the spirit of fear. But of love, of power, and of a sound mind. This means, therefore, that the bold man, the bold man is a sound man. Boldness is a quality of a sound mind. Fear is a revelation, a manifestation of an unsound mind. When fear dominates, your mind is not healthy. A healthy mind is a bold one. Glory to God. I said glory to God. The bold man is a man of sound mind. The bold man is a man of power. And the bold man is a man of love. The Bible says there is no fear in love. For perfect love casts out what? Fear. Therefore, boldness is working in perfect love. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Boldness is working in what? In perfect love. The bold man is a man of power. The bold man is a love man. Amen. Now, we saw in Acts of chapter 4 that after they prayed that prayer, the response of God was that he sent, they were filled with the Spirit. Which means that the, um, the only ingredient, or one major ingredient, that believers need to walk in boldness, hallelujah, is the infilling of the Holy Ghost. There is Holy Ghost-inspired boldness. 
When somebody comes rush comes runs charging at you and you are there, no shaking. Praise God. I said, praise God. Someone that is under the influence of demons comes charging at you. You are standing there. Glory to God. You know, sometimes, you know, when someone went casting out there, we see someone, you know, manifesting and all. You understand? Sometimes in the flesh, you want to, ah, let's run. And listen to me. Once you are coming, you are dealing with devils and they try to scare you. If you run, just keep running. <laughs> just keep running. Do you know why? Devils thrive on fear. You what? The tribe unfair. In fact, many times, what the devil always tries to do, if you look at many times in your life, the devil, wherever the devil is able to put fear in, he's trying to take a hold of. But when you're afraid in your finances, he's trying to take a hold of marriage, you want to take a hold of You understand? Why? Because devils cannot function without fear. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. So boldness is an after effect of the infinite of the Spirit. So, because, have you noticed, since we said boldness is manifested in utterance, confident speech, praise the Lord. What is the first thing that happens when a man gets through the Spirit of God? He has what? Utterance. And, uh, uh, you know, in Acts of Apostles, chapter number 2, verse 4, what does he say? He says, all right, in verse 1, he says, and, uh, and they were gathered, you know, he says, and uh, let's look at it, Acts 2, 1, verse 4, all right. It says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were war with one accord in one place. And there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the place where they were seated. All right. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues as of fire, and sat upon each of them. All right. And they, and they were all filled with the Spirit, and began to what? Speak with other tongues. So that means unfettered speech, unhindered speech, utterance was the first sign of the infilling of the Spirit. Because the Spirit is the source of boldness. The Spirit is the source of what? Loudness about the matter. Notice, they spoke in tongues and the interpretation was the gospel. Praise God. I said praise God. Praise God. Boldness is an after effect of the infilling of the Spirit. For if boldness is to speak freely, all right, and the first sign of having received the spirit is utterance. Then the spirit of God is the spirit of free, unfettered speech. Free, unhindered speech. Now, if boldness is a working of the spirit, it therefore means that every manifestation of the spirit would be rooted in boldness. That means if I'm speaking in tongues, I boldly speak. If I'm praying for the sick, I boldly, you understand? Remember what we said, that every manifestation of the spirit, every demonstration of the supernatural is tied to what? Utterance. It's tied to what? Utterance. Remember that? You said that. It's tied to utterance. And if boldness is unfettered speech, Speaking freely, it means, and speaking freely and confidently, it means that if I am going to walk in the spirit or walk in the supernatural, in demonstrating the things that be and are of the spirit, I must do them what? Confidently. Look at Acts 3. You see an example of that in Acts 3.1. 
Is this blessing anybody? We are praying for the sick. Don't say, I will just say a word of prayer and see if you'll be healed. Praise God. You must talk boldly. I'm going to pray with you right now. And as I pray, you will receive your healing. Do you believe this? Have you sometimes noticed when you look at watch people like Archbishop Benson, it looks, they look forceful. When you read about Jack Cole, it looks forceful. That's the spirit of boldness. That's the spirit of faith. The spirit of faith is in your face. Praise God. I said, praise God. Praise God. I said, praise God. I said, praise God. And now Peter and John went up together into the temple of prayer. Being the night hour, verse 2, everybody say, read. And a certain man named from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms of them that enter into the temple. Verse 3, what does it say? It says, who seen Peter and John asked about to go into the temple, about to go to the temple, ask alms. Verse 4, what does it say? It says, and Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. Verse 5, it says, and he gave it unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Next verse. He says, then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee, in the name of Jesus. Notice, do you know what it means for a man to talk to a guy who has been lame from his mother's womb, and he says, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. Public miracle. That's boldness. He didn't consider the possibility that the man would not walk. Praise God. That's boldness. Praise God. I said, praise God. I said, praise God. So in the working of miracles, boldness, listen to me. In your business, boldness is necessary. You start a company. You're looking for investors. And they say you should come and pitch to them. Amen. Why they should give you money. You know, if you are talking, always looking on the ground, you know, and not sounding convinced. Have you noticed most of the people that run scams, all right, are successful because they are bold? Are you, are you, have you noticed? Have you noticed? Wait, okay, how many of you have ever, ever invested with someone that says, don't worry, we're not sure whether this thing will work, or, but just make we try now. Do you understand? We're not going to give that person money. But the person tells you, listen to me, you put this in now, 45% in six months. <laughs> the person now says, look at me. See, you know. <laughs> oh, bless God. You know, I always marvel at those guys on radio, those forex guys. How many of you are always wondered about them? Those forex guys, are, are, they really want us to be millionaires. You know, they are so, I mean, they have the love of God. They really, really want us to be rich. They come and tell us that they are so rich and they want us to be rich like them. <laughs> and so I was wondering, so why are you going on all, all the radio stations, you know, every single one, telling us to come and learn for it? <laughs> I mean, come on, just enjoy it, be rich. It seems it's easy, you know. Amen. You know, seeing, seeing as you're rich, just enjoy. Be rich by yourself. Don't worry, you don't have. God no beef with you. Just be rich and, you know, don't try to come and get us to join you. And go on the radio station, every single program, you're there. You know, how, you know, because if you do it too much, I, I don't know, I'll be thinking that maybe 
I'm the market you want to get rich off me. I don't know, I'm just a thought. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Boldness. That's distracting, guys. Boldness. You stand in front of kings and they have a problem and they ask you, What is the solution? And your excellency, your excellency. You know, I told you this year you're going to stand, you're getting unlimited access, right? They now ask, What's the solution? You know, say, Your excellency, I'm not sure. Um, you see, I think we can try, we can try what? No. That's, that's not how you talk. Praise God. I said, Praise God. Have you seen incompetent bold people? No, I mean, if you have seen, I mean, if you know that some of the people in government, they are very incompetent, but they are bold. A boldly, a bold and stupid man will succeed better and faster than a timid and competent man. Praise God. I said, praise God. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching, you know, I don't remember Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali was very bold, right? He would say something like, I float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Uh, your hands can hit what your eyes can see. Boom, my boom, yaka, boom, yaka, boom, something, something, something like that. He was bold. And when he said it, he did it. In fact, when you fought Ali, before you got it to read, you know, you've lost, you understand what I'm saying? But there were some other guys that thought he was just in the talking. They were bold. You notice that? I mean, I remember I've seen some of those boxers that say, I'm gonna, the way I'm gonna beat you, I'm gonna beat you in the fourth. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and they get in there and somebody whoops them. Now, hold on. For many of you, you would think that that boxer lost. What a disgraceful boxer. Is that what it, you know? Well, yeah, something important you're forgetting. He got paid. <laughs> oh, yeah. His boldness got him the fight. Right? His boldness got him the fight. I remember there was a guy who said, I'm going to beat Floyd Mayweather, something like that. My brother, they paid the guy $3 million for being knocked out in the first round. And since that fight, I have never seen that fighter again. Hallelujah. Never seen him again. Never fought any serious thing that was worth putting on television. You know what I'm talking about. Amen. Listen to me. The boldness got him the fight. The way you talk, we either open doors or close doors. The way you talk, we either open there to be an opportunity for the gospel or close it. When it comes to the gospel, someone tells you salvation is not eternal. That anybody, anybody, anybody that preaches salvation is eternal as um, is, is, a, is an heretic. Boldly. Don't tell What are you talking about? Don't Praise God. You respond boldly with scriptures, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have what? Eternal life. 
These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that he may know that he have what? There's no temporary life there. There's no life on vacation there. There is no loaned life there. There is no rented life there. It's eternal life. You boldly respond. Listen to me. Every wrong teaching you refuse to respond to is a teaching you have given permission to dominate. Whatever you, you don't resist is permitted. Whatever you don't contend against is allowed to remain. You can contend respectfully. You can contend out of love. But by no means you don't contend fearfully. You cannot contend fearfully. We are at war, guys. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said we are at war. We contend earnestly. We contend boldly. Speaking in an outspoken way. Praise God. I said praise God. Also, ensure to start things, attempt great feats for God boldly. You are told you are going to go and start a center somewhere, or a center is starting somewhere. Don't respond in timidity. Don't ask stupid questions. Glory to God. Don't ask what? Stupid questions. When they say you, are, you stand up, by God, I declare we will take the city in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. They are bread for us. Amen? They are what? Bread for us. The land has been given to us. The city is taking. Talk like that. As soon as I show up there, men come to me. That's how you talk. You see, when you start talking like that, people will gather to you. Because they'll say, this one knows what he's saying. I can follow this one. Nobody follows a timid leader. Hallelujah. Imagine, what, maybe let's look at the Samurai times. During the time of the Japanese. Then one, 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 one general comes with his sword and says, oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to defeat the, the, the king dynasty. And he talks like that. I have a plan. We'll do this, we'll do this. He cannot fail. I have not. I begin to talk to him. You will follow him. But when someone now comes and says, Brethren, in the last days, as we are going to fight like this, no shock me. And now begins to cry. I mean, I've seen a general that is about to fight for then he's not crying. <laughs> you see, this is the end for us. You know what's going to happen? The soldier, they will mutiny. Because nobody wants to die. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And I praise God. Look at people like Barcelona, some of you. Why are you in Barcelona? Because when you see Messi and the way he's confident, you, you understand? Or when Ronaldo, you say, ah, we don't want hypertension, we don't support Arsenal. That's what you understand. We want rest of mind. Because you see the boldness displayed by the player. Listen to me. Look at it very well. People and resources gravitate towards the bold, towards the confidence. That is why one of the major things the Spirit of God works in us is that it causes us to be bold. Because it is only when we are bold, hallelujah, that we will be able to what? Draw people to Christ. Immunity cannot draw people to Christ. 
Why was it that when they persecuted the early church and many were killed and they did not renounce and were boldly preaching even when lions were released on them, even when they were burnt at the stake? Why? That boldness caused more people to believe in Jesus. Why? They said if people can be this bold at the face of certain death, there is something about the message. Boldness. Praise God. Boldness. Boldness. Boldness when it comes to the message. Boldness when it comes to the, uh, to the ministry. Boldness when it comes to your career. When you are talking about your marriage, talk boldly. I married the best man in the world. My marriage may not be perfect, but dear God, I am so confident about what God does doing in our marriage. Let people want to be married because you are married. Glory? I said glory to God. I said glory to God. When people, you know, when people are, I, I sometimes I, I see that on social media, when, when everything is going negative, I always try to switch it. Boldness. Look at 2 Corinthians 7.4. Boldness is revealed in utterance. Boldness is revealed in utterance. Quickly, let us like a roundup of time. Boldness is revealed. I said, great is my boldness of speech towards you. Great is my glory of you. I am filled with comfort. I am exceedingly joyful in all our tribulations. All right? My boldness of speech. Look at Romans 15, 15. Boldness is revealed in utterance and also in writings. Paul, in commenting about Isaiah's writing, said, Isaiah was bold. All right? Okay, nevertheless, brethren, I have written them more boldly unto you. In some sort, as putting you in mind because of the grace that is given to me of God. So he's saying that I, I spoke boldly unto you, I kept nothing back. Praise God. Second Corinthians 10 and verse 1. Second Corinthians 10 and verse 1. What does he say? Now I pour myself beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ. Who in presence am base among you, but being absent, am what bold towards you. Amen. 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 Boldness. Boldness. Look at me. If you are somewhere, let it be without doubt that you are there. Boldness is not loud and garrulousness. No. Boldness is loud about a particular matter. So when we are talking about boldness, there's a context to it. Amen? There's a what? Context to it. You are loud about a particular matter. A particular matter. Whenever conversations are being had, you switch towards that matter. Because boldness is a proof of conviction. You are bold about what you are convinced about. So, for example, if someone comes and tells you that the earth is flat, <laughs> amen, you say, no, the earth is round. Then, in fact, you can even open Google for the person and see the picture is round. See satellite images, is round. Why are you doing that? You are convinced. Are you, am I correct? You are what? Convinced. So, boldness is a proof of conviction. All right? Boldness is proof of conviction. If you are convinced about something, you'll be bold about it. When you're not bold about something, it's because you're not convinced. So how can how, how does boldness come? 
in life and ministry. Number one, by the infilling of the Spirit. So when you find yourself being given easily to fear, take some time to go and drink. Spend some time praying in tongues. Get full of the Holy Ghost. Get full of the Holy Ghost. Pray in tongues until that boldness comes. You notice how you come. You find yourself that as you're speaking in tongues and getting full of the Holy Ghost, you begin to prophesy. Hallelujah. Amen. And you're talking in tongues. Man, do cobra haya. Look on that lagaya. You're not beginning to say in the name of the Lord Jesus. I declare we're spreading everywhere. We are taking over. We're getting bigger every day. We're getting bigger every day. How many of you know that song by Moses, please? We're getting bigger every day. Bigger every day. We are taking over. You understand? I'm going to learn in sharp, sharp and teach in second service. That's how I teach song. We don't do like choir. That lose, you know, they want to get every part light. I don't really care about the part. Let's just enjoy the song. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's say in the name of the Lord, we're getting bigger every day. We're taking over. No city is too hard for us. No land is too tough for us. In the name of Jesus. Before you were thinking and getting discouraged in ministry. Also, you are talking that way. No land is too hard for us. No hand is. We're getting bigger every day in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Men and women, come. You are talking that way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're taking the villages. We're taking the cities. We're taking the nations. You're talking that way. You're full of the Holy Ghost. You don't walk up boldness. No. You drink of the Spirit. Boldness comes. Um, amen. Have you seen a guy who is full of alcohol? I don't know if I've seen someone that was drunk. I don't want to ask how many of you have been drunk. I don't want to remind you of your old man. Praise the Lord. Some of you, your old man was not that bad. <laughs> or let me just say, your old man, you never, I, you never allowed that expression, you know. Uh, you know, myself and um, one of the brothers were talking, he was telling me about who he was before he got saved. I, I was like, I could, I found it hard to reconcile. You? <laughs> I was like, you? Ah, I didn't, you know, I didn't see it in the visions of God. <laughs> Praise God. You see, guy that is drunk or is high. I mean, people guys are high. I've seen all those area boys. You see one short area boy. Translation, I will deal with you. Now, he can, can he fight? No, he cannot fight. Of course, he cannot fight. I've seen some of them being beaten up. I remember there was a time I was watching something. A guy was an area boy. No, I, was, I think he was a long time. I was, I was in the bus. And a guy was, a, you know, the guy had drank all this stuff and was high. Right? Was really high. So there was a chain conversation. Give me my money. I'm not giving you. Give me my money. I'm not giving you. You understand? And the guy said, you're going to fight. They said, oh, brother. That was the, the, the area boy. I said, come now. I will show you. I'm going to like, you know, I was bouncing. He was bouncing. I was doing like this. I was something, something. Do you know that this other dude could fight, man? Praise God. The guy could fight. I knew there was a trouble. There was trouble when the guy put something down. And he starts, you understand? <laughs> you get, you know there are some people that, you know, there's area boy, you are drunk, then there is proper movement. Are you following? <laughs> the guy said I was doing like this, like, but what this guy skips, man. Praise God. <laughs> so when that boy does it, does it, boom, boom, boom. Get up. Ah, we knew there was a problem. <laughs> Praise God. And the guy got up. Oh, I me, mean, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah. But the man in Christ is bold. Then he also has ability. Praise the Lord. So it's not boldness to just talk. It's also boldness to perform. 
Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we are not bold towards devils. And the devil will whoop us. No. We are not bold about taking the nations. And we don't have the ability to take it. No, we do. Hallelujah. You see, the boldness that the Spirit brings to us is it brings to us a conviction and an acknowledgement of all the things that have been placed in us in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. The first step is we get full, get freed of the Spirit. The second thing for boldness in life and ministry is to have adequate knowledge and revelation from the Word. Adequate knowledge and revelation from the Word. Very important. Adequate knowledge and revelation of the word. For you to be confident, you need to have the, the full, full information. So if someone is talking to you about salvation, have the scriptures. Be able to explain them. You belong to a ministry where we've taught several. I mean, somebody just even asked me one message, sent me a message, was it on Friday, and said, He said, Pastor, have you written anything about first fruits or something like that? I just went to my iPad, just searched first fruit in message because all of my sermons are on my, my notes. Just brought it up. I sent it. To, I didn't have to start doing any explanation. Everything at, it was there. There is a message on Telegram for whatever you are looking for. There is one on the website, so you don't have a problem. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. Adequate knowledge and revelation from the word. Someone comes and tells you that the believer can go to hell. You say, no, he cannot. You now bring scriptures out. You say, bring your own scripture where the believer can go to hell. Let us look at it together. And if he doesn't, you understand. Hold. Praise God. Adequate knowledge and revelation from the word. The third, number third, the three reasons, uh, third um, way for boldness in life and ministry to come is, all right, a word of prophecy is gone ahead. Yeah, every single year, the devil does something to make you afraid. For example, we said in 2020, it was a golden year, correct? Then what we, what we get? We are ready, so it's a golden year, 1,000 members. We now we are already done every single thing. Then we said, okay, here one, we are doing deep waters, right? Then COVID came. And the devil said, let's see how deep those waters are going to be, man. <laughs> Let's see how deep what that's gonna be. Have the meeting, let me see. <laughs> you know what you do when things happen that seem to contradict the word God gives you? Go back to those words God gives you and listen to it. The word God has given you in prophecies are 1,000 times more real than the circumstance situation. You see, what the devil always tries to do, maybe we don't get it, is that. When God gives you a word of prophecy, when a word has come to you, understand that the distraction is being prepared by the devil too. So people think that when the word of God is given to them, they will just go, oh yeah, it's been given glory, I will rest. No! The devil is going to prepare his distraction. Remember David. They told him, you are king of Israel. Hallelujah. Yeah, I would have thought our king of Israel, yeah, now, not to enjoy now. Let's just sit down, throne, and be, be, you know, having a nice time. Was that what happened? No. Next thing we know, a bear was coming after the sheep. Bear was not coming after sheep before. Now, after he was anointed, that's when bear now knew where his sheep was. 
Zion came. Hallelujah. Then we had Goliath. He dealt with all of them. Then, after that, an enemy he couldn't kill. You know, he killed the rest. But an enemy he couldn't kill, but wanted to kill him, came Saul. And for 13 years, after a prophetic word, Baba was running up and down. Praise God. But he never forgot the prophecy. I have been anointed king. Over what? Israel. I don't have a throne yet, but I know I've been anointed king. Hallelujah. Sometimes when God gives you a word of prophecy, or I stop looking at the time, what you should do is to keep your mind on what was prophesied to you. Hallelujah. Keep your mind on what? What was prophesied to you? Because what the devil is trying to do is to get you to look at all other things. Because when you get you to look at all other things, you become afraid. You now begin to doubt. And when doubt enters, fear is there. And when fear enters, doubt is there. You now begin to take uncertain steps. You now begin to consider stupid things. It's at those times you respond boldly. Remember, responding boldly is not with food. No, it's with word. Boldness is where? Word. You take those words of prophecies that were spoken over you. That's why you write those prophecies down. Hallelujah. It is my golden year. It is my year of spreading. I'm spreading everywhere. My business everywhere. My influence everywhere. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Everywhere. I'm getting the gospel everywhere. My business is going. As the gospel is going, my business is following me. Are you following? Are you following? As the gospel is going, my money is following it. As we get bigger with the gospel, we're getting bigger in our finances. Hey! You're talking. As you are talking, you dispel the darkness. That darkness that was trying to collapse on you, you dispel it. Go with the God. Power of the Spirit is released. Angels say, Yeah, we got our man now. Hallelujah. You think angels can walk with timid fellows? No. 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 Angels need to walk with men that speak and keep speaking. Hallelujah. Not the folks who are what? What do you call it? Double minded. The Bible says a double minded man is what? Unstable. He's unstable in all his ways. He says, let not that man think he will receive anything from God. The realm of the Spirit doesn't respond to timid folks. Double minded people. They say it's where today is bad tomorrow. No. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Say aloud with me. I'm bold. I have the Spirit of God. Louder and bold. Louder and bold. Rise up on your feet. Say, I'm bold. No, no. Wait, no. Chill. Tell her, I'm bold. I have the Spirit of God. 
I speak confidently. I speak confidently. Louder. I speak confidently. I speak confidently. On what I have received. I have speak confidently. Of what I have received. I have not received the spirit of fear. I have received the spirit of boldness. The spirit of love. The spirit of power. And of a sound mind. I speak confidently. I speak loudly. Of what Jesus has done for me. The boldly, the gospel, I will boldly declare all the days of my life by the power of the Spirit of God at work in me. Hallelujah. Come into our hands and just pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh, ha, 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 ha. You have just listened to a message by Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikeacc.org. Remain blessed.